Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. Thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. And who am I? Well, I'm just a host of this here thing that you're listening to, you know. My name is Red, if you didn't know. If you're new here, hey, honey, how you doing? If you're returning, what's up, Red people? Hey, honey buns, you know how this goes. Now that we've done all of the introductions, let's jump into this show, shall we? Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for choosing to come back to me. Thank you for uh, letting me come through your speakers. All of that. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? How you people? Um, Your family, friends, loved ones, side chicks, side dudes. Because why? Today, depending on when I post this, which is more than likely the day after Valentine's Day. um, (laughs) I'm going to try to do better. But happy National Side Chick Side Dude Day. You know, whatever position you playing, play your position well. You deserve this half-price gift or this half-price candy or flowers or teddy bears. Everything's cut in half, honey. That's what I've been looking forward to on Valentine's Day. Um, I look forward to the, to the half-price. Uh, just like after Halloween, I look forward to the half-price candy it's listen at this point it's tradition okay um yeah i hope everyone enjoyed their valentine's day though be it if you with somebody or you not um shoot i wasn't with nobody for the longest i didn't know how to act when i was with somebody when when i was able to be with somebody this year for valentine's day that's neither here nor there stay out of my business you don't know what i you don't need to know what i do on the weekends um anyway we gonna move along and jump into just scrolling and y'all know how this goes uh i believe i made a mistake in my last episode we just gonna overlook it okay but (laughs) we're gonna jump in and just scrolling and y'all know how i do i just be scrolling across this ghetto ass internet and (laughs) yeah i promise you i'm trying to be funny but this this story right here irks like it makes my baby toe twitch and my left ass cheek itch. I like. I want to reach out and touch this woman. So have y'all seen the video of the bitter baby mama? I believe <clears throat> she's from. Excuse me. She's from Alabama, and her name is Jayla. This creature, because I can't call you a woman right now, and I don't want to call you the other word that's running through my mind. Funky bitch. Um this creature took the time to cut her baby's braids out of her hair after the child who is about looks like she's about two years old um sat through two hours of getting her hair braided at a salon now here's the here's the story um the father posted on facebook that he popped up at the kids daycare because the mom never lets him see the kids and all of that and he decided to take his sons to get their hair cut and to go ahead and get, you know, his baby girl's hair braided. Okay, cool. A lot of women would be thankful or even if they had a problem with it, they would still be thankful. Hey, I don't have to do her hair for like two weeks or three weeks. If you know how to take care of them, 
baby, you wouldn't have to do that child hair for about a month, month and a half, possibly. It, it just depends, you know, on what you, what you do. So the mom or creature that she is of the Black Lagoon, um, I just, oh, goodness gracious, really? <sighs> Sorry, y'all, we had some technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> really, it wasn't no te- technical difficulties. My grandma called me. Um, but, yeah, this woman, or creature as I keep referring to her, cut her child's hair, cut the braids out of her child's hair, simply because the father did not have permission to get the hair done. Now, this, y'all, when I say I have read the Facebook posts that she made, and I'm going to paraphrase it because... Like, like I said, she made my pinky toe twitch and my left ass cheek itch. I, I just. So basically, she said in this post, "Y'all hoes mad about me cutting my baby hair? Yeah, I did it and what? Y'all sound like y'all want to fight? Let me know." Um, he, he know he didn't have permission to get her hair, hair braided. I, um, what was it? The father. I forgot his name at the moment, but, um, I told him can't no other bitch put their hands in my child's hair and he took her to the Africans and the Africans braid too tight. Her hair was tight. Yeah. So I cut it out. Why would you pay somebody else? Excuse me. I had to take a sip before I kept going with this foolishness. Why would you pay, pay somebody to braid her hair when her mom's a braider and all of this other all of these other things now you talking about the child's hair was tight but you didn't cut where the child's hair was tight at you didn't do nothing to the scalp you cut what was hanging you you legit wrote he didn't have permission to get her hair done and she also said that um, she was just getting her baby's hair started growing and now, and now you, you know, got other people hands in my baby head and they braids tight, whatever the case may be. Instead of being like, okay, Hey, cool. I don't got to do her hair, whatever. And you got the boy's haircut. Cool. Fine. Whatever. Boom. And then addressing it later, hey, I really don't want anybody else braiding their hair, braiding my daughter's hair because I'm a braider. Um, This is an opportunity for me to show that I can do children's hair. And also, people you took them to, if it was the Africans, they braid tight. And that's too much tension on her scalp as a child. Boom. Ways to communicate effectively. No, that's too much like right. You choose. <laughs> you choose to traumatize your own child as if you were traumatized before and you just didn't give a damn about continuing the cycle. You choose to traumatize your child and cut her hair. Cut it. The braids were like down to the baby's shoulder, like a little bit past the baby's shoulders. She cut all of that. It was up. Not right at her ear, but a little bit longer than her ear. But it was no longer to her shoulder. You chose to cut a few inches off of your child's hair after writing about you just starting to get her hair to grow. You talking about it growing, but you cutting off what what has grown. Out of peer 
pure spite. It ain't gonna be no other bitch's hands in my daughter's hair. It, he took her to a professional. She wasn't sitting in somebody's kitchen that he was banging. Sweetie, I need you. I need, if you're sleeping with somebody right now and you don't have any kids, I need you to really examine the person that you're sleeping with and seeing if I died and we had a child together, like if me and this person had a child together and I died, would this person make a good parent? Or even, you don't even got to take it to the stream of dying. Would this person, period, make a good parent? Could I deal with this person? Even through y'all good days and bad days, whether you're in a relationship, situationship, cut it, buddies, whatever, I don't care. Would the person I'm sleeping with be a good parent? Do we communicate effectively? Do we have at least a bare minimum of an understanding when we have disagreements? Do I see myself being the mother to his child or the father to her child? Like, if at any point, you go nah this just a good time for right now like this is just this is just my good time i get from point a to point b with this person and this point this person gets from point a to point b for you know i help them get to point a to point b if that's all it is could it i don't care how good the d is i don't give a damn how good the p is if you can't see yourself being in the life of this person for the long haul the long haul haul if y'all have a child together cut it loose because the trauma the nor the the trauma done to this child the trauma done to this child like when i say i i watched the video a couple of times because i was watching different reactions on it i was getting trying to you know get a better understanding of everything that happened and i just wanted to hug her like i genuinely want to pick her up and hug her i just wanted to tell her baby it's okay like it's all right i want to take her out for ice cream a piece or something because sweetie you need to go to counseling which quick side note your girl is back in counseling um yeah i chose i had my first session not too long ago and I already have been crying. I got homework and I want to throw things in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to give y'all a, a better update later on in the coming probably weeks or so when I go back for another session. But yeah, the girl is taking the, the steps necessary to heal herself from the inside out. Back to this. The mother needs to take the steps to heal herself from the inside out. Because if not, I promise you, I just need an address and a time to volunteer as tribune to offer up these holy hands in the most unholy way possible so i can reach out and touch one of god's children because somebody needs to touch her some and lord i like i don't want no harm to come to her or nothing like that but for you to be so ignorant to post oh y'all hoes mad about me cutting my like what what like you you got I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on because I'm gonna I'm, I'm be fear like purely, purely pissed from deep within the depths of my soul to continue talking about this. Because, ma'am, at this point, if you were okay with traumatizing your own, own child, you didn't deserve to have them. But moving on, 
to end this on a better note and better parenting skills shout out to Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union on their uh, their child who was once uh Zion coming to them and telling them that they that she wanted to live her truth and she was originally born a boy and she came and told them hey I want to be addressed as she and her and she wanted to be called Zaya instead of Zion and like I said Zion was originally born a boy I believe it was a year ago when he went to or she sorry went to the gay pride parade in Miami and I believe if I'm not if I'm not mistaken that she came out as gay then but she herself said she wanted to live her truth and what I love about this little girl who is 12 and parents or well parents and others are having their own say so about what's going on this little girl at one point said while talking to her dad said what's the point in being on this and being on this earth if you're gonna try to be someone you're not and she went on to say you know I don't understand that yeah you're gonna deal with you know ridicule and you're gonna deal with people pushing back and all of these things and not understand it but what's the point of not living your life your truth the reason why God put you on this earth and big shouts out to Gary uh Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade because they took the steps necessary to gain understanding and to help, uh, to help their child better understand what's going on. Um, I believe Dwayne Wade said that Gabrielle reached out to the cast of Pose, which if you have not seen Pose, and I know I say it funny, it sounds like I'm saying Pose, like with an L. No, it's P-O-S-E. Um, if you have not seen Pose, please <laughs> enlighten yourself. You will get your whole life. But she reached out to the cast and asked them for help, for understanding. And, like, I, I genuinely appreciate any parent that's going to take the steps necessary to help their child, to support their child, to A, do what a parent is supposed to do, love unconditionally. It doesn't matter the image that you have for your child. Oh, I imagine my boy to grow up to be big, tough, strong, manly, play sports, do all of this. My girl to be extra feminine and wear makeup, do all of this. And they don't live up to that expectation. A lot of parents will then start to stunt the growth of their child. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union said, ah, ah. no, no. We are going to support not only love unconditionally like we're supposed to. We're going to support you and not only support you. We are going to take the steps necessary to learn what, you know, the do's and don'ts, the um, the correct terminology, the everything that we need to understand because we are not fully educated. You took the steps to educate yourself and I wholeheartedly commend you and I wholeheartedly commend Zaya on being strong enough at 12 to say, hey, I want to live my truth and coming forward and being the change that we need in this world so yeah that's it for just scrolling we gonna move along okay welcome back 
we have reached unique thoughts um quick side note if you listen to my last episode and you've been listening and you know the order of my show i think i call just scrolling unique speaks in the beginning my first segment is unique no jesus my first segment is just scrolling it's not unique speaks unique speaks is at the end of the show i do apologize y'all i've been gone so long that i forgot the order of my own show but as for this segment right here this is unique thoughts had to make sure this was right because i've had i've had to record this like two or three times but (laughs) this is unique thoughts and since we're in the loving season you know all of those things everybody has their valentine and kissy kissy lovey dovey (laughs) um (laughs) i came across something online and i just I, i wanted to address it and then i have a like a, a quick little story that i have to keep my my wits about me in the beginning you know because I, I get a little heated talking about it so i came across this story or this clip from steve harvey show and i believe this is like when it was on the air so it might be like an older clip or whatever but this woman who was 53 she said she was just getting out of a relationship that lasted for 12 years yes 12 years so 53 you were you started this relationship when you were 41 was in a relationship for 12 years and the boyfriend nope she wasn't the wife she was a girlfriend the boyfriend left her for a younger woman after 12 years together now after these 12 years and after he left her for the younger women, she said during during her healing process, he asked, could he come back? And she let him back. And he left again. So her question to Steve was, how do I keep this from happening? And also, should I give up on dating? Should I let go and let God? So, you know, Steve gave her his advice and all of those things. Now, that was good. You listen to Uncle Steve, or you 53, so he wouldn't really be young. I don't know. Never mind, ma'am. Now, if this ever comes across your ears, listen to me. Do not, I repeat, let me bring you in close. Let me, I want you to hear this clearly. Do not let that old, oh, I can't call you that, that old heathen back Because <laughs> I was going to call him something else, yo. <laughs> but do not let him back. What did you take him back for the first time? Did well, I can't say what did you take him back for because 12 years that's a long time to be in a relationship. But Steve told her at 53, who wants a boyfriend at 53? 53, you have either settled down with a husband or you in the process of settling down with a husband. You have a fiance and all of that. 53, you you don't want a boyfriend no more that's that ain't even cute no more but my thing is like i said why did you let him back or how can i put this ma'am where it's not offensive because you you are my elder um what part of you was lonely enough to let him back i'll say that and when she she said when she let him back the first time 
Um, he was promising her marriage and promised her all of these things. Oh yeah, we're going to get married. We're going, Jesus. <sighs> Every time Frankie decides to pop his little happy fat ass out, I, my heart stopped because he pop up from nowhere. Damn demon cat. But if you don't know who Frankie is, Frankie is, I guess my neighborhood cat that has decided to just live under our house idk but he pop up at random times and (laughs) terrorizes the dog until the dog one day was free (laughs) and and let's just say frankie all you saw was (laughs) them paws had to get up honey (laughs) because the dog was tired of being played with but back to you ma'am my elder miss girlfriend um you let him back with the promises of he was gonna make you his wife and he left again now he promised those things probably because the young one put him out because he wasn't paying no bills like she thought he was he couldn't be a sugar daddy no more he was now a sweet and low grandfather and (laughs) i'm sorry but he he was no longer beneficial to her and he had nowhere else to go He's been with you for 12 years. So, he gonna backtrack. Put something shiny in front of your face. Preferably, it's just shiny and no other body. Never mind. But he's gonna put something shiny in front of your face and make you a promise that he knew he wasn't going to keep. Now, when the young girl needed her hair done or her bills paid or something again and his money got right, because now he's staying with you, I'm pretty sure he ain't paying nothing. But now his money is back right enough where, oh, yeah, baby, I can pay for this. I can pay for, you know, pay for your hair to get done, pay for your kids, school, clothes, and supplies. And now he's gone again. And now you're back at square one with your healing process because you let him back. Now, ma'am, don't you let that Negro back. I say it like that. Don't you let that Negro back. He too old for this. You too old for this. I understand 12 years is a long time. That's a long that's a long time to be dedicated to somebody. But at year one, after year one or year two, Steve Harvey said six months in, ladies, you have a right to ask, hey, where are we going with this? What's like what's the future for us? And if the person can't answer or doesn't have answers as far as marrying you, and I understand six months is kind of early, but at the same time, if you're sleeping together. If I'm letting you inside of my body, yeah, I'm gonna need some, I'm gonna need you to be able to answer this, or I'm gonna put it out there. Hey, after two years or whatever, I want to get married. I I don't want to be in a twelve year relationship as a girlfriend. No, nah, that's time that I could have been popping for. Never mind. <laughs> that's time you know that's time wasted at this point. So if your intentions are not to marry me. This is where this needs to stop. This is where this needs to get cut off. If I'm just a good time to you, this is where the good times stop. Ain't no, let's let the good times roll, honey. No, 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 no. No, no, it's time for you to get off this ride, okay? Now, as I said, we in the loving season and all of that. Y'all know Valentine's Day is upon us or just past, depending on when you're listening to this. And... Walmart is going to be packed. Walmart is already packed. I'm recording this on February 13th. 
Now, y'all know if you have kids or nieces, nephews, whatever the case may be, usually in elementary school, they'll, they'll do the uh, Valentine's Day parties, right? Well, don't go to the store the night before the Valentine's Day party. Because that's when either kids have just told their parents that they need supplies or snacks or whatever. Lord, Frankie. <laughs> kids have just told their parents that they need stuff for the party. Or parents have put stuff off to the last minute. Walmart is packed. Now, this is why I say I get a little bit heated. Because I went to Walmart not on this particular day. Not on February 13th. I went to Walmart let's say february 11th went to walmart a couple days ago went during the day when half y'all ass is supposed to be at work and at school this is when i went it should not have been as packed in walmart as it was i went to buy you know some simple stuff to cook at night i made oh i made some chicken and alfredo pasta that that was good um it had sausage in and everything that's neither here nor there but you know i can't walk my happy go lucky behind around walmart in the middle of the day because y'all done called in to work trying to get these baby school uh school supplies and lunches and shit so this lady now i can't drive all right i cannot physically drive a car because the state of mississippi when i get a license apparently it has something to do with me being legally blind but in my mind sweetie i can tokyo drift in this bitch so <laughs> like in my mind baby I, I oh i can get it but nobody trusts me with their keys right so my road rage more so comes out like i'm a heated passenger I, my road rage will come out in in the passenger seat too but it comes out a lot in walmart where there are no windows there is no buffer there's no one beeping to cover the cussing there's no there's there's none of that so if you walk your ass in front of me in front of my buggy and you see me coming there's a good chance that you're gonna hear me call you out of your name and it's not gonna be to call you a child of god you know of the most high so here's the thing i'm walking now i'm going to the other side of the store because it's so packed that i can't buy the groceries that i need to buy because i on the grocery side and check out over there because we've had to park on the other side of the store because y'all ass is not at work and y'all got these badass kids out of school so now i gotta walk to the other side of the store to check out because that's where the car is right so this lady looks over her shoulder looks me dead in my face now i know i'm legally blind but i'm close enough to see you look in my face you looked in my face and continue to back that ass up like you was cashing out for the 99 in the 2000s. Coming to take over. And proceeded, like I said, to back up to take a picture of a battery display. Why she was taking a picture of the battery display? I have no idea. That's none of my business, nor none of my concern. But when my ass, when your ass bumped into this basket, or I hit you with this basket, however you want to look at it, sweetie, now you offended. Now you upset. Now your feelings hurt, and you want to look at me and go, oh, ain't no oh, ain't no oh, you and the devils in your ass can get towed up by this cart, because, and I, like, when I say, I know she looked at me, looked dead over her shoulder, 
in my face with the camera turned to the side, with a phone turned to the side, and began to back up anyway. So I proceeded to go forward anyway. I'm not finna curve around you because you saw me coming, ho. So I'm gonna really have to put a language sensor on this, <laughs> on this, on this, on this episode. So she backs up, trying to take the picture, and what happened? Boom, with the buggy, and I stood there and looked at her. Can I help you? She looked at me like I said over her shoulder and was like, uh, "Oh." I said, "Oh." And I shook my head up and down, oh. And she was like, oh. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, be sorry. Don't be, matter of fact, don't be sorry, baby. Be careful. Because I'm finna take your ankles out. Why? Because you backed your ass up into my basket. And you saw me coming. Yo, I can't stand people like that. But, once again, that's neither here nor there. Watch your asses and your ankles if you see me in the store. Love you. Moving on to the next segment. Hey, honeys. So, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary identifying people walking this earth, we need to have a discussion. And what does that discussion need to be about, you ask? Not listening when someone says they do not want you. Now, here is where this is coming from. With it being Valentine's Day or Valentine's season, you know, the season of love. Season of love. love. Never mind. That's neither here nor there. Um, So, with it being, you know, Valentine's Day, because hopefully I'm putting this out on Valentine's Day. If not, Valentine's season, all of that. We or some are in relationships, situationships, cuddy buddies, whatever you want to call your situation. And a lot of times it's looked at as one-sided. Now, I was, you know, doing my thing, just, you know, scrolling through the internet, all of that. Well, I came across this clip from Divorce Court with Judge Lynn Toler. I slick love Divorce Court, but because Judge Lynn Toler, like, stays dropping gems, and it touches your heart. But the clip that I saw, this man told his wife, you know, honestly I'm trying to live my best life just like you are and I I mean I hate to say it this way I don't want you um I mean I will always be your friend we can always have a friendship I'm only one phone call away if you ever need anything but you know I hate to say it like this but it is what it is flat out that's what he said it is what it is. I don't want you. I'm trying to live my best life. One, sir, you should have never been in a marriage. But that, that's neither here nor there. That's a whole different subject. So the wife looks, <laughs> is looking like up in the sky. And her eye, you see her eyes twitching. <laughs> and she was like, he really want me to act up in here. Like, he really want me to cut up in here. Like, she having to talk with herself. And Judge Lynn Tola is like, no, 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 no. Did you hear what he said? And she was like, yeah, I heard him. And Judge Lynn Tola said, now you remember when I asked you earlier, 
did you hear what he said? Because this wasn't the first time that he said he did not want her. And she was like, yeah, I heard him. She was like, no, no, no. Did you listen to what he said? A lot of times we get hearing and listening mixed up. We will hear a dog bark. We will hear a baby cry. But we're not going to sit there and listen to it for hours on end. Because after a while, it's going to get annoying. A lot of times in conversations, we hear, but we don't listen. Hearing can go in one ear and out the other. Listening can bring understanding. Judge Lynn Toler said, I'm going to tell you something that my mom told me. Never let a man tell you that he does not want you more than once. And when I say... It, that's not the first time I've heard her say that, but it's something that always sticks with me. Never let a man or a woman, whatever, tell you that they don't want you more than once. Because if they've already made it known they don't want you, they don't want to be in a relationship or whatever, and you choose to ignore it, and you choose to stick around, then you're you're choosing to be treated in a way that you don't deserve. Now, with that being said, you need to start having people treat you as if you are a requirement. Now, here's what I mean by that. There's a difference between a requirement, a preference, and a suggestion. When you go to apply for a job, some jobs may prefer that you know how to work office equipment. But if you don't, hey, it's cool. It's not a deal breaker. You know, it's something we can go over real quick. Other jobs makes it a requirement that you have two years experience, uh, three sources of references. It requires you to have education in the field that you're applying for. Stop letting people treat you as if you are a suggestion. A suggestion is, hey, I think you should, or hey, maybe we should, or hey, a suggestion is an option. A suggestion is you can choose to take it, you can choose not to take it, but it's an option. A preference is, ah, you're a little bit more serious, but, you know, I'm going to be cool. You know, it's cool either way if we don't, if we do. A requirement, baby, there's no if, ands, or buts. A preference, there's room for negotiation. A requirement, there is no room for negotiation. Do you hear me? Start treating yourself like a requirement. Start treating your time like you are a requirement. And you require the best out of everyone that comes in contact with you. Not just in a relationship, but in a friendship. In family ships or whatever. Anybody that comes in contact with you, if they cannot treat you as if you are a requirement, baby. (laughs) We don't need to have any more exchange other than hi and bye. And God bless you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Okay. Sometimes we have to. We set the tone. For how people treat us. I am so guilty. (laughs) I am so guilty. Of. Treating myself as a suggestion. And I'm guilty of letting others treat me as a suggestion. So as I'm saying this to you. I'm saying it to myself. So I can go and listen back to it. And hear it back. And be like, you know what? This person isn't treating me like a requirement. Boom, pink slip, you got to go. With no explanations or apologies. So, and don't let people feel like, make you feel like you are too hard 
to treat like a requirement like treating like treating you like a requirement is too hard it's easier for them and more comfortable for them to treat you as if you are a suggestion maybe even a preference they'll put a little bit more effort into a preference but they're not gonna put all their time energy and hard work into a requirement don't let somebody make you feel like you're not a requirement honey because you are I don't care if you man, woman, non-identifying, non-binary identifying. I, I that makes me no difference. You're a human walking this earth. God created you for a purpose. If you don't believe in God, that's on you. I can't speak for you, but as for me, as for me in my house, we will praise the Lord. We will serve the Lord. All of that. But don't let someone make you feel as though it's too hard to treat you like. Don't let anyone make you feel as though it's too difficult to treat you like a requirement. Because guess what? If it's too difficult to treat you like a requirement, it means you did not have the skill set when you applied for the job. You were not qualified to apply for this job. You didn't read the description, honey, now did you? Because the ones that read the description saw the requirement and said, you know what? I exceed the requirement list i go above and beyond the call of duty i exceed all expectations of the lord and i can do this treat you like a requirement ain't nothing baby i got you but for those who applying to be a nurse or a caretaker when they really used to walking dogs and feeding fish they know they not they know they're not qualified But guess what? They needed a job. Or they needed... Hmm. Hmm. Can't put it that way. (laughs) They needed somebody or something in their life. Something that you offered in their life. And you gave it to them. Or at least gave them a piece of it. But once they got into the job, it's like applying for a job you know you're going to hate. But your bills need to be paid they ain't want to put it in the work but they liked what you offered they liked the package that you offered but that, like I said they didn't want to put it in the work don't let someone not put it in the work and treat you like you are a requirement you are not a preference you are not a suggestion like I said a preference there's room for negotiation a suggestion doesn't even have to be taken seriously but a requirement a requirement Hear me and hear me clearly. A requirement. There is no room for negotiation. Either you can or you can't. You qualify or you don't. Point blank period. I love you. Well, we have reached the end of this episode and I really appreciate you all being here. So let's jump into Unique Speaks. Unique Speaks is usually when I give you a quote or I give you a poem. Why? Because I'm a poet and I thought you should know it. So with this being the loving season, lovey dubby, all of that, and because I haven't given you a poem in a minute, um, I got a little something, something for you, you know. It's a little poem. It's not long, but it's a little something. A little something I came up with. Um, honestly, I went through, I did this for like a week, 
of waking up early meditating journaling and then find um like forcing myself in a way or practicing my craft to write a poem every day and this is one of the poems that I wrote during that time I have a poetry book that's um each page is a different subject and it gives you lines to write a poem on so the subject for this particular poem was uh science fiction I don't know anything about science fiction but I challenged myself to write something anyway and like I said with this being the loving season this is actually one that I wrote um about somebody special if you've listened like a few episodes ago you've heard me mention king so this is actually a poem that i wrote for king or about king um and i actually read it to him for valentine's day so hopefully he don't mind me (laughs) like putting it on here but here you go it's not titled or anything i should probably come up with a title for it but yeah here we go so in some weird way i feel like i've been abducted or what i assume to be the real me is missing i wasn't expecting you to come along climb the wall fight the dragon and the guards surrounding my heart and touch it it's like excuse me it's like you're this mythical unexplainable creature an alien sent to probe my soul until i surrender and allow you to take me to your leader you take me to explore your planet i feel like i'm jasmine because this is a whole new world somewhere out in the galaxy i constantly ask why you chose to want to build a future with me in my mind i'm just a simple humanoid who avoids being seen i'm nothing special but that's when you invade my space and remind me that i am a queen snap 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 snap. that's the end of it um yeah this person like i said i call him king um came really came into my life unexpectedly (laughs) like when I say really unexpected (laughs) um and he he has addressed me as queen since day one of us talking and I'm grateful to him for that because sometimes you need to be reminded of your crown a lot of times we can forget you know male or female you are a king and you are a queen you you sometimes need someone that unexpectedly comes along to remind you that you are royalty honey period <laughs> and i hate oh y'all i hate that word <laughs> like i hate how it's always used. period period poo. I y'all it gets under my skin i can't lie but that brings us to the close of the show i greatly appreciate you tuning in uh thank you for tuning in to all of the randomness the foolishness the i hope i said something to make you feel something to make you think something to push you through your week you know just a tad bit further you know get you over that hump get you to the next month and then the next and then the next um thank you for choosing me thank you for choosing to come back and listen to me i would say every week but whenever i post 
episodes. <laughs> but until next time, I love you beyond all reason and belief. Enjoy your loved ones. Enjoy loving on yourself. All of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lord, I forgot how I end this show. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Told y'all it's been a minute. But I love you. Until next time, remember L-O-V-E is all we need. I'll talk to you later, red people. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. Honey Buns, I love you just as much. Until next time. Bye.